1,200 people in there. Started out with 15,000. Um, uh, I got a nice little fan base now. I, I just got my first photo taken with a fan at uh, uh, after an event in the park. Um, he was asking me for drugs first, but he we did we did do the photo op, and he flashed some some signs. I'm not able to repeat uh, on over the air. <laughs> and uh, well, if I if I put a name to it, it, it wouldn't be any fun at that point. I'm sorry. I'm not making eye contact with people. <laughs> um. Um. Oh, this isn't helping. Uh, <laughs> okay, I'm Pancake, uh, the Serve King, and I'm going to go to some prepared material now. Um, if I ever were to... No. Um, uh, let's see here. Let's see here. My roommate uses, I guess, uh, the same brand, scent, and strength deodorant as me. Um, so... Uh, uh, it's just puzzling for me because this guy won't share anything and and I'm sharing something very personal okay I'm sharing toiletries with a guy who won't even share his poly girlfriend <laughs> did you did a um, we're all in the bay we all know some some tech brothers and sisters out there and um we uh we uh, did you guys ever hear the rumor of uh the man who who uh who was a failed software engineer yes but uh he he married his computer nonetheless uh she 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 took all the calculations and was like yeah it's worth the risk and uh but oh this very tragic thing it, this is where it gets a little edgy Okay, their children weren't released fully developed. <laughs> um, thank you. Um, now, if I ever were to wear blackface <laughs> continuously, I would only do it while I'm driving to confuse the, the cops that pull me over. And I'm, I'm just gonna wipe my cheek off Surprise. Um, I, I was followed by a caravan of cars. They were undercover. They got the whole thing. Why are you tasing me? Why? Because my registration is out of order? Because I don't have insurance? Because I haven't paid taxes in four years? <laughs> I thought it was because of the other thing. Um. I, you know, the the longer my hair gets, the more the more it uh, looks like I want to hurt people. <laughs> uh, but that's that's not my bag. No, no, this this is my bag right here. Uh, I just, uh, let the let the uh, record show that I held up a bag with a lot of m mechanical sounds inside. <sighs> I'm Pancake, and um, you've been very entertaining yourselves. Uh, 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 you, wait, that yeah, I said that right. Hey, you, I, I was enjoying your company as well. I'm glad I'm gonna be in all of your memories. <laughs> Thanks for being in mine. I'm not running the light. I'm walking off stage now. Clip clop, clip clop, clip clop. Pancake, everybody! Okay, so <clears throat> we just had one person enter, so someone has to leave for me to be in compliance. I'm sorry, I gotta be gotta be in compliance. Well, you either that, but you either go up now or you don't go up, sweetheart. This is it. You want to go up? This is the time. If you don't, that's it. Do you want to go up on stage? It's up. This is a yes or no question. Do you want to go up on stage right now? Okay, everybody, Alessandro, yeah! I don't even know what I'm gonna say. I haven't done anything in four months. I've basically vegetated for the whole fucking lockdown. Anybody has done the same? 
is a very fruit, it's, it's really good. You vegetate throughout the whole pandemic. And that's it, you don't finish all your project that you were doing. You don't stop doing all the drugs that you were supposed to stop. None of it, you actually do more. And if you weren't drinking, you start drinking. <laughs> that was me. I haven't drank, but I did start drinking during the pandemic. And um, yeah, and then I start smoking again. I was like, fuck it. Uh, and, uh, and I'm still single, which was my old joke about being single. It's still there. It hasn't changed. Actually, during pandemic, you become not only single, but you become depressed and single. And then you lose a lot of friends because everybody has, you know, all this. We we're all politically divided. So we're losing friends. We're losing everything, you know, freedom, everything. That's uh, me. But I'm still single. And um, as a friend says, you know, it's like, oh, seeing single is good. I'm like, yeah, maybe during the pandemic it's very good. It's not good at all. Like, yeah, you just need your toys. I'm like, bitch, <laughs> you fucking kidding me. You know what you sound like? You sound like one of those fake vegan, you know, those vegans that says they're vegan, right? They go to the store, they look for substitute cheese, substitute meat, <laughs> substitute everything. I'm like, fuck you. That is not being vegan. As you see, you know, it's like the same thing. Being single with toys, same thing. I'm like, no, I, I like the real meat, you know, the real thing. <laughs> Give me the fucking cock, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I want some silicone shit over there. I'm like, sorry. Not thanks with battery. No, I like the real hard pump, real battery. <laughs> the real shit, you know. <laughs> Sorry, but you know, that's uh, my choice. But then I do like to be single when guys are like, God, do we want to sleep together? And I'm like, yo, we're just at sex and you already want to sleep with me? <laughs> it's like, sorry, I only, I sleep alone. <laughs> you know what I mean? I love that. You know, because I sleep like this, <laughs> like a crucifix. Uh, and then, then guys also, they sleep like this, and I'm like, get away from me. I need one of those mega bed, how do you call them? You know, not the California king, because fuck that. You know, I need um, one of those emperor size bed. Actually, because we're now in this really fascist thing, I need the supreme leader <laughs> bed. Give me a supreme leader. One of those beds that are just as big as this room that I can run and bring my, all my friends and we all have like a big orgy. And then everybody goes home and sleep on their own. That's it, that's my bed. I like that. <laughs> yes. And um, yes, you guys, I haven't showed you I really am because you know being single in my situation it's really hard it's very simple actually because when I show who I really am people are like some of you haven't seen me then people are like oh yeah I see you know because um I was abducted by alien at some point <laughs> and they put me up in that spaceship you know with the little abduction device the thing that goes like and you go up the spaceship and then I lost consciousness. But when I came back, there was a pandemic going on and then I looked like this. You see? Oh! <laughs> and that's how the alien did to me. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Thank you guys, I love you. And uh, yes, stay free. Not stay safe, stay free. <laughs> when you. you take off your pants. Oh, it's under the DDA. And then yay. 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 All right, I'm going to put some music up. Uh, we're going to all go outside. We're going to figure this stuff out. Uh, it's all going to be a good time. Yay. La, 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 la. Take off your pants. Take off your pants. Take off your pants. La, 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 la. Take them off your pants. Take off your pants, your pants, your pants. La 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 la. All together now. Let's take off our pants. Pants, 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 pants. La 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 la. Thanks.
Talking bear, he's suffering, 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 poor donkey, poor donkey, all them machines, 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 and his butt and his butt and his butt and his butt and his butt. Tucky the talking bear. Tucky the talking bear. Tucky the talking bear. Tucky, 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 Tucky the talking bear. Tucky's all mad. Goddamn, he's mad as hell. He's got a dick. And 
He's gonna put it up in your butt. Hell, that bear got a dick. And he gonna use it. Watch out for Tonky's dick. Tonky gonna make you come like the San Francisco earthquake. Check, check. Okay, that's loud enough. All right, hey, it's just after seven o'clock. We're ready to get started for the outdoor show. People will eventually not gather. It will be amazing. Hey. No, no gathering, don't gather here. But do stand six feet across the street or away from each other. There is free, clean comedy. We can do it together. We can be clean. All the comics were like, no, we can't be clean. And I was like, there's neighbors and children. We're going to do it. You can be funny and be clean. It's okay. We're going to do it. 
together. I'm excited about tonight. Uh, my everything here tonight is completely vintage. All right, yeah. My bracelet is from the 60s. Yeah, it's it's Bakelite. Rad, right? My my dress is from the 90s. Yeah, my jacket is from the 80s. And I am from the 70s. Oh, I am so old. Ah! This this uh this this mask I've been wearing, it's 130 days old. <laughs> I haven't washed it. Does that make it vintage? <laughs> like, what is it? When you go to a store and you buy something and it smells like that other person, doesn't that just make you feel like the ghostly presence in your heart? You're like, yes! Cool. No, I'm, I'm super old. You know that you're old when you have to put on reading glasses to pack your bong. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I forgot how pretty weed was. Like I had my reading glasses on, I'm like, oh my God, weed is beautiful. There's all these trichomes and bicombs and like crystals on it, wow. And then I saw my fingernails and I was like, oh my God, is that what they look like? Ah! <sighs> I bite my nails <laughs> in COVID. What's more disgusting, that I bite my nails in COVID or that I haven't washed my mask in 130 days? What is grosser? <laughs> like, I don't know. I'm afraid to put my reading glasses on at other times in my life because then I'll see what I really look like. And um, I've been beer goggling myself for a couple years <laughs> and I kind of like it, you know? <laughs> like, let's not burst the facade, friends. Let's pretend. These are not the hairs you're looking for. <laughs> they were, what? <laughs> I looked down at my thighs. I thought a spider crossed, I thought a spider crawled across my nether regions. No, that was just my pubic hair. That was, <laughs> it's not. Put the glasses on, it's completely different. <laughs> it's with the mask, it's the same right now. Like I'm a San Francisco six. I was a San Francisco six, but now I'm a COVID 10. Uh, because when they, when a, when a man says, I want to see your pretty mouth, girl, <laughs> like it means something different in these COVID times, doesn't it? <laughs> doesn't. Also, girl, <laughs> I identify as a witch, not a girl, okay? My pronouns are we and us. <laughs> Get on board. I'm a witch. <laughs> cool. Uh, I actually used to be a cheerleader for God. Uh. There is only one God, and he is the sun God. Ra, ra, ra. Cool. Believe in that. Uh, no, actually, I was a cheerleader. I was a cheerleader for Christ. That's real. Uh, I know, really? I used to be a zealot. <laughs> I used to be a, yeah. Okay, so I have to have your help on this, okay? Give me a K. Yay. Give me an I. I. Give me an A. Give me an L. Who do the Jews kill? Jesus. Put those nails in my hands. We'll all go to the promised land. Yay. 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 We all get 12 mansions in heaven. Yay. The only thing that sucked about being a Christian cheerleader is that the skirts were really long, which are not sexy, and that my butt always hurt from protecting my virginity. Also not sexy. I used to do this thing called Bible delving. I don't know if there are any other big Christians in the house, big raised with some morals or whatever. It's cool. I don't know. Christianity is so weird. Like I wasn't allowed to have an invisible friend. I always wanted to have like a four foot tall gray cat that was my friend that would like sleep with me and I could pet it at night. And I was like, I love you, huge cat, invisible friend. And my parents were like, you can't do that, eight year old creative Pam. But you can hold the hand of a 33 year old bearded man and talk to him every night on your bed. <laughs> you can be best friends with this guy who loves all the little children. And nobody's worried about that at all. <laughs> Cool. Hey, I, why, gee, I wonder why I have a beard fetish. <laughs> Thanks, mom and dad. No, but I used to do this thing called Bible delving, where you go out I into the wilderness and uh, you sit on, you know, a stump in the forest, you know, where Jesus does all his magic, and you open up your Bible with your eyes closed, and you pray. You say, Jesus, show me what you need me to see. Show me what you need me to know. And you run your finger down and open up your eyes. And mine were always about sodomy. <laughs> 
I couldn't get out of Leviticus. You know what I mean? Like, what's going on? My favorite Bible verse is actually Leviticus 20.12, which is if you sleep with your father-in-law, you should both be stoned. I love to be stoned. (laughs) (laughs) Also, my ex-father-in-law looks a lot like Barack Obama. (laughs) So it's a good-looking man. You know what I'm saying? Get all night. I miss Barack so much. Uh, I miss I miss Michelle even more. Like, do you miss Michelle so much more? Oh, I know her guns. Oh, like they're like get guns out of the hands of children. I'm like, ask Michelle to do that. She'll be like, I'll bring the guns. Get the guns out of the kids' hands. Let's do this together. But she did. Michelle cared about fat kids or whatever, and she like made them work out. And like she right, she's changed school lunches and like right. But what is Melania and Lania? Melania? Melania? Who the, what? I don't even know her name. She hasn't spoken. What is, does anybody know what her name is? It's Melania. Melania. Melania? It's Melania. You don't even, you're like, I don't know what her name is. She's first lady. It's fine. I was like, she should speak. She should say something. She has a platform right now. I hear she speaks four languages. I'm like, choose one. (laughs) Talk. I want to make fun of her accent, but I can't because I don't know what she sounds like. (laughs) I've never heard her speak. I don't even know what her name is. She's from like Slovenia or Slovakia. I don't know which country, but they both border Hungary. And my God, she's starving. Somebody feed her. Is she okay? Blink twice if you're okay. Show us on the doll where he touched you, Melania. Speak. Say something. Well, I thought that like, you know, and as a first lady, she's supposed to talk in these crazy times. She said nothing. Just say something, right? about anything I thought that she would just sort of plagiarize Michelle and just pick up on her coattails and hate fat kids too right and well and then she'd teach the kids you know she'd really be known as an environmentalist because she would champion bulimia that sounds like a weird thing to get to bulimia is great for the economy it makes kids four times the consumer right they consume four times the food which is really important right now for the economy Uh, and then she'd be known as an environmentalist because she'd teach the kids to vomit into the compost, right? Regurgitate, renew, recycle. Yeah, that high pH vomit compost is gonna be amazing on the wine vines in Napa. <laughs> like the 2020 Pinot Noir is gonna be amazing. Thank you, Melania. <laughs> Good. That's about as political as I'm gonna get. Bulimia is clean, right? This is, <laughs> that's the thing about COVID right now. It's a weird time to have an eating disorder. Like, I can't afford to be bulimic. I'm on food stamps. So, <laughs> gotta, be, gotta be anorexic because they uh, only give you about that much money to survive anyways. <laughs> it's like, I have a granola bar in my backpack. <laughs> I will survive the day. Cool. We're all gonna be okay. COVID. It's been, uh, we've been spending a lot of time alone. I get it, right? And I have to masturbate to my imagination it's so vivid that I masturbate to podcasts <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> I got a couple favorites on <laughs> Woo! <laughs> a lot of fights <laughs> like fights <laughs> uh okay we're gonna get this show started and it's gonna be great and fun I actually I don't even like have a lineup so hi skater he's under 21 we do not want him coming back <laughs> <It's> <laughs> I uh I had my first abortion in 1995. Uh, I only, yeah, that's okay. I only have one regret about my first abortion. Uh, It was 25 years ago, you know? And my only regret is that I didn't have the kid. Well, so, because I could be having sex with all of his friends right now. You know, like, (laughs) it was a mistake not having that kid in 95, you know? We all have regrets, it's okay. Hey, people over there. Cool. Uh, I don't know. Let's go first. I'm staring at Rachel, but she doesn't have to. She's like looking behind her. Actually, Josh Kahn is ready. Josh Kahn is ready. You're ready to go up, aren't you? Aren't you? You're always ready. You've been sitting in there preparing. All right. Hey, everybody. Clap your hands wildly. You're at the outdoor show. Yay. Yay. It's a clean show. So all the comedians that go up, if you if you do go up, you get one accidental F swear, and if you do a second, I drag you off stage with a hook. <laughs> I don't have a hook. I do have a cane inside though, so everybody will be fine. No guitar tonight? No. Cool. That's good. All right. 
You're a first comedian. Put your hands together, everybody. Very funny guy. He had a great, great, amazing thing he did on Wednesday at Dolores Park. Uh, did you didn't, Did you really get arrested? <laughs> oh, he'll talk about it. Okay, cool. Because I, I left this moment. The moment I left, were, there were two rangers there, and I thought that I could defuse the situation um, by sexually harassing one of the rangers. I, <laughs> I, I looked at him in his mask, and I said, hey, um, I hope that the rangers put out a calendar and they put you in it. Like, I can't see your mouth, but you have really pretty eyes. I thought, you know, by, it did not diffuse the situation. <laughs> Put your hands together. Everybody, first, com first comedian, Josh Kahn, yay! Oh my gosh, thank you, Pam. Yes, it was Wednesday. It was like the last day for tax stuff. So that's the whole time when these park rangers were shutting down our open mic. I was just in their face. I was yelling at them. I was like, man, on the day that I paid my taxes, you have the, well, okay. I didn't pay my taxes, but on the day that I file an extension for my taxes, you have an... Okay, well, I didn't file an extension for my taxes, but on the day that my girlfriend files an... Ex on the day that my girlfriend bookmarks the page that I'm supposed to go to to file an extension for my taxes, you have the nerve to come over here and waste my tax dollars shutting down a harmless open mic. They were just... It was ridiculous. And then... A certain comedian, like, got, I don't want to say his name, but he, like, got in the way, and he was like, oh, I'm such and such. This is my event, and uh, this is my equipment, and uh, it's my equipment. I'm like, I'm the one that's going to lose the equipment or get the ticket, but he's like, ah, and uh, the whole time he was distracting me, I just ended up yelling at the cops, and I wish that I had tried to make something funny out of it, because I was the host, and that's what I'm there to do. If this guy had not been yelling at my ear, I would have gotten the cops and I would have brought them to me and I would have said, hey, cops, I'm going to do one bit for you guys and then we'll shut down. And this is the bit that I was going to do, okay? It's a bit about how I don't want to talk about the big issues in society. I want to do something about the big issues in society. And the big issue in society is black heroin. And I pull out this small piece of folded paper and I say to these guys, I say, hey, guys, I'm going to do a line of black heroin the strongest black heroin that I could come by in front of you right now on the mic. What do you say? And then they freak out and they reach for their guns and their tasers or whatever like that. But I go like this. I go, oh, here I go, here I go, here I go. And I open it and I go, Harriet Tubman was born in March 1822 in Dorchester, Maryland. She was an American abolitionist and civil rights activist that smuggled some 70 slaves out of the South in a network of anti-slavery safe houses known as the Underground Railroad. What did you think I meant, officer? Oh, no, I'm on the ground. Oh, no, you're standing on my neck. Ah! It's not funny. But, uh, you know, at the same time, what are you going to do? Anyway, so that was a fun experience. That was not part of my set. Uh, I'm not getting charged for this time. <laughs> how, how is it? It's so nice to see you guys here. I love being just in front of people that aren't this big on my phone, um, you know, and probably watching pornography instead of uh, talking to me. This whole quarantine, I've been on two websites the entire time, right? And you can guess what they are, Facebook and Pornhub, right? They're basically the same website, though. It's because, like, one website, you, like, you know, you nakedly expose yourself and do things that you'll regret and you immediately take down, but people have already screenshotted it and are jacking off to it. And the other website is Pornhub. And, uh, you know, like, if we're friends on Facebook, I probably, like, really don't like you. And really, like, I like my, I'm sorry, I like my friends on Pornhub a little bit better than I like my friends on Facebook, right? My friends on Facebook always have the same thing. They always, oh, donate to this cause, sign this petition, take this poll, something like that, right? And it takes a long time, you know. The, my friends on Pornhub, they all, it's like 30, 30 notifications, they all want the same thing. Let, let us watch you have sex with a girlfriend. Let us watch you have sex with a girlfriend. Let us watch you have sex with a girlfriend. All 31 requests, they all want the same thing. And it's just like, bam, it's done. All right, that worked. This has gone well. Clean set. This has gone well. Did I get the cane? Did I get the light? Okay. Um, uh, no, I care. I, I care. I'm not like a. I'm not a callous guy. Um, I care about people. Like on the way over here, for instance, uh, I was crossing the Bay Bridge. There was a guy sitting on the Bay Bridge with his legs dangling over, like the ocean side of the Bay Bridge, and there was not cops yet, but there was like people who pulled over. Right? They're all trying to be supportive trying to get him to come back over the other side. I wanted to be supportive too. I didn't want to be late for this, however. I just rolled down my window to be supportive and I was just like, let's go Oakland! <laughs> to the guy. Because, no, Lindo, hear me out. It's because everybody jumps off of the Golden Gate Bridge and at this point it's just so mainstream. I'm like, thank you for jumping off of the Oakland Bay Bridge, man. We want our own documentary. <laughs> thank you, sir. Uh, 
No, come on, because no, but nobody wants to do it because they want to jump off of the iconic Golden Gate Bridge, right? Everybody wants to jump off of the famous thing. They don't want to die. They just want to nap in a hammock until the cops get there. To, you know, to it's like, come on, you know, if you really want to be hardcore, they just turned the Richmond Bridge into a footbridge, right? If you really want to be obscure. Okay, go jump off of that thing, but nobody's gonna do it, right? Because Richmond is basically like the Oakland of Oakland. <laughs> Richmond is like the Mexico of Oakland. Come on, it's just to the it's to the north, but yeah. I feel like you guys are not like really picking up these suicide jokes all the way. <laughs> Comedians really dig suicide jokes, especially during the quarantine, because during the quarantine, every single comedian that you're gonna see is closer to hanging themselves than they are to being Robin Williams with comedy clubs closed. Show me, wah, wah, come on. Somebody tried to 51, I'm not a suicidal guy, I love life, I love living, I'm not a suicidal guy. Some, somebody at work tried to 5150 me, I'm not joking, they tried to 5150 me and all that I said, I was really frustrated about something, I was like, man, this thing frustrates me so much, I'm gonna put a bullet in my head. And they didn't stop, to, and if they'd have stopped to ask me, I would have been like, whoa, man, I just meant like put a bullet under my tongue, you know? for the minerally taste, maybe like put it in my upper nose, maybe in my, like you didn't have to, I didn't mean put it there like hundreds of miles an hour, okay? <laughs> That's suicide, so. I feel like suicide's working. You know they prove historically marriage is the leading cause of suicide, right? Anthony and Cleopatra, Romeo and Juliet, right? Do you know that uh, Ava Braun married Adolf Hitler and then two days later, bam, kills himself. He probably had other stuff going on in his life. I'm just saying marriage is like the straw that pushed him over the edge. You know? <laughs> it's not, uh, <laughs> Okay. It gets worse, folks. I would never drive a Tesla. Screw Tesla. F Tesla, even. What? And you know why? It's not just, it's not because all the reasons you think. I don't trust AI. I'll say it. I'll, go, I'll, go, I'll be edgy. I don't trust AI. You know why I don't trust AI? Native Americans taught us not to trust AI. Native Americans had a song about AI. You remember it? A-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-
The one I do understand, I'm going through it right now, it's menopause. And men are certainly pausing on me. They're like, whoa, how old is she? Like, what's going on over there? I get real pissed off, though, because the one feminine prefix we get, what do we get? Herpes. You give us herpes. Oh, that's what we get. Yeah, and just because I give my ex-boyfriend a beach while I have a little herpes, you call me manipulative. <laughs> cool. Your next comedian, she's a super funny lady. You're going to love her so much. Put your hands together, everybody. It's Rachel Pinson. Hey, ladies. If you're a feminist, make some noise. Two. Okay. Hey, men. If you're a feminist, just shut up. Shut up already. Like, you had your turn, okay? It's our turn now. This is the ninth anniversary of Pam's doing comedy. She turned nine today, everyone. Yeah, she did. Which means you started in 2011? Uh, yeah, 2011. Nine years. 2011. What were you guys doing in 2011? All right, I'm glad you asked me. What was I doing? Um, I was doing a lot of traveling in those days. I was like one of those like traveling homeless hippies like on Hate Street that you ironically hate, you know? Uh, I was in Arkansas with my friend Spirit. There was a hurricane that went through. <laughs> we were sneaking into this festival. Have any of you been to Arkansas? Good, good for you. Uh, it's cool. The cool thing about Arkansas is that there are so many quartz crystals just littered all over the ground, everywhere. So many quartz. You're nodding. You're like, yeah, have you heard about Arkansas diamonds? Yeah, it's a thing. They're not real diamonds. They just look like it, you know? <laughs> so I was in this caravan full of hippies. We collected all these rocks, all these shiny, beautiful quartz crystal rocks and then we snuck into this festival and because it rained everyone they were like sneaking over the fence and getting chased by security and I was like nah dude I just like took my blind shih tzu like trudged through the mud with like a group of people like hey I'm supposed to be here and it was cool I got in <laughs> and all these people who weren't from Arkansas that were there they would trade us all kinds of crazy things for these crystals man you know like like weed which is great because you're in Arkansas like where are you gonna find weed you know like like beers, all kinds of stuff. But all the locals are like, you're going to try to sell us your rocks? Like, we step on these every day. Like, we don't, we're tired of these rocks. So it's like the last day of the festival. The festival's over. And, like, I'm tripping balls, man. <laughs> like, and I got this blind shih tzu. And there's this bus that went from the campground to the uh, to the festival over and over. And I found, like, the most comfortable place was just to stay on this bus with my dog because it was so warm and so beautiful. And then at, at the end, they were like, no, you have to get off. This is the last stop. So I'm sitting there. I'm, like, still tripping. I got this dog. This guy is like, here, here's a chair. I find my road dog's car. I'm, like, waiting for him because all my gear's there. I'm, like, cold. And then he finally comes. And I was like, ah, oh, spirit, finally. You know, that's, that's so good. And then he's like looking, we're looking at this landscape and it's so beautiful. Like the, the sky was amazing. It was like this mountainscape, it was dawn. And he's like, this is the perfect place for DMT. Like we should smoke some DMT. Like is there a DMT, is there a Deemster Ferry anywhere? Anywhere, Deemster Ferry? And then some guy comes up and he's just like, did I hear DMT? We were like, yeah, are you the Deemster Ferry? Is this like, well, I don't have DMT, but what I do have is ayahuasca. So he pulls out, <laughs> yeah, it's true. And he pulls out this plastic bottle full of, like, muddy water. And he's like, this is enough for two doses, like, one really strong dose, two good doses. And I'm like, I'm good, man. And he's like, well, he's like, it's $50. And Spirit's like, well, I don't have any money, but I got shiny rocks. And he pulls out this, like, slab of quartz crystals. And this guy's like, yeah, I'll trade some of this ayahuasca for those quartz crystals. Flash forward. So I'm drinking ground score beers. And spirits in the spirit realm, he, like, picks up this awning. He's, like, shaking around. He's like, this is my squirrely dude. I squirrely dude. And he's squirrely dude. I squirrely over here. And <laughs> And then the security came, tried to take it from him, and he's like, no, my squiddly. And I'm like, I think he's got that uh, undercover, so I'm, I'm good. Like, he's, he's, I'm going to go take a shower. 
I come out, and this girl is like, hey, ma'am, you're going to have to leave because the festival's over, and at 7.30, we're going to have to clean up. We're going to call the cops if you're still here. And your friend over there, and Spirit's like, just shaking back and forth. He's too drunk to drive, so you're going to have to figure out your way out of here. And I'm like, oh, shit, you're right. And, like, I'm super drunk because I've been drinking ground score beers all day. So I take my blind shih tzu. I'm, like, walking over. I run into spirit. And he's like, it's time to leave. And I'm like, yes, it is. And he's like, you're not driving. And I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm not. So we get in the car, and we, we drive down the road. And he looks at me, and he's like, I have never driven on ayahuasca before. This is crazy. And we survived. Anyway, that's the story. <laughs> that's where I was when Cam Pam started doing comedy. I was in Arkansas tripping balls with a blind shih tzu. I was a seeing eye human. <laughs> I like California, though. Like, I remember, like, when I was, like, a homeless hippie sleeping in the park, someone steals my backpack. I'm like, what? You're going to steal my backpack? There's nothing in there but a bunch of dirty clothes were they gonna sell my underwear like because i was gonna sell my crusty underwear man they took my hustle that's not nice yeah it's right. like little entrepreneurs take some notes <laughs> one time one time I, I was in atlanta and this guy's like hey I, shit's, uh, things are messed up man things are messed up man i just got arrested and all i was doing was making love to my girlfriend in her own home it just happens that we were homeless. <laughs> I thought it was funny. All right, bye. Yay! Rachel Pinson, everyone! Keep putting your hands together and clapping them in a slappy-like motion. Clean comedy. Are you all distanced enough? Be distanced, please. We really want you to be safe. I promise. Yay! Yay, we're all here for comedy, and I love it. Yay! Hey! She's in shape. It's so good. That's the thing. I've been wondering, like, why have only 55 people died in San Francisco? And that's because everyone's healthy here. Like, <laughs> no one eats corn syrup or, like, is obese. Like, there, I don't see where, I mean, everybody's taking care of themselves. And that's why, I guess, I don't know. I don't know how it works. I don't know what's happening in the world. <laughs> Someone tell me. Yay. Um, I know. And I, uh, I'll just put a plug in the middle. Uh, Mutiny Radio has enough money to survive until October 1st. So... You uh, put in the, you, I'll count the pennies, you count the dollars, or different, I don't know, whatever. Every penny counts. Your next comedian, he's been doing an amazing thing here at the station. So when COVID started, all the comedians were like, oh, we're all going to do these Zoom open mics. And we were like, those suck. And he was like, I'm going to, they do, they're terrible. But he, he was the first person who thought to revolutionize the concept of Zoom. And he's like, how can we use the radio and Zoom together in a constructive way that helps me? No, it's, uh, no, he writes scripts. No, it's super genius. So he writes these scripts and then all these people from all over join the Zoom call and it works because we're reading a script together and it's been really magical and quite amazing. And I think that he's grown a lot. We, you can listen to him throwing beats down now every Tuesday from two to four. Clap your hands together. He's going to do a clean set. I don't know what that means from this particular comedian. <laughs> Everybody has Warhol Kaufman. Yay! Yeah. Yeah, we invented 1940s radio. <laughs> Bow down. Should I use my one F-bomb right at the top? Or what do you... <laughs> I contractually have one. All right, clean, clean humor, kid-friendly, let's do this. People, um, they say pulling out doesn't work. But actually pulling out the fetus is 100% effective. It's very consistent. People say my jokes are too dark, that's racist. Let's do some history. Uh, I was doing some research. Did you know that Europeans stole the concept of zero? Yeah, from the Middle East and from the South Americans, Europe stole the zero. People of color can't have nothing. It's a shame. 
I like to masturbate off of the balcony. Rachel's neighbors think I have a candle. Everyone's been freaking out about the loss of toilet paper, you know, like, oh no, hoarding toilet paper. I don't even need toilet paper, I just use prayer. <laughs> Next level thinking. Uh, have you ever heard, they say, when in Rome? That's why I went to Birkenau. My friend, Sam loves it. <laughs> Sam's educated. Uh, you guys like D&D? Yeah, drinking and driving is pretty cool. I agree. It's all right. I was hanging out with my friend the other day, and she was bragging. She was like, I am 100% Marxist. 100. I was like, Pam, there's five of us. There's five of us here. Like, you could be at most 20% Marxist. That's just how that works. And then she wouldn't share the wine. If your girl listens to currency, she is cheating on you. All right, this, can I get vulnerable? All right, listen, this is true. Every time I make love to someone my brother's age, I feel weird, my little brother's age, you know? Like every time I make love to someone who's the same age as my younger brother, I just feel weird. Like, it's like I could have been making love to my brother this entire time. All right, you wanna hear some jokes now? <laughs> All right, let's tell some jokes. Uh, I was I was reading the newspaper, so let's play, uh, it's the newest game I've been seeing in the news. It's such a fun game, let's play. It's called lynching or suicide. What's it, which is it? You know, it's like, a, I, I thought Chappelle was gonna host it as a game show, like, come on down. No, like, cut him on down. What does he win, Johnny? Well, he doesn't have to deal with white people anymore. No, I'm inspired. I'm really inspired, because, you know, uh, Malcolm X was always talking about the bullet or the ballot, you know? And Joe Biden's winning in his state of dementia. Like, I hope no one puts two ballots in Joe's head. Have a nice night. <laughs> Woo! He does that. He just decides he's done. And it's like, okay, you were a host and you had no heads up. That's cool. No, it's cool. I can work on the fly. That's good. Sorry, I was, I was noticing that Dre was here. That was fun, wasn't it? He was clean, he did clean. Can you imagine, isn't it a funny, like, tenuous place between, it's like chemistry, right, or biology, remember? Remember when you were in biology and they, like, made you take the onion apart and then you looked at it through the thing and you're like, oh, that's tough. I learned so much in chemistry. I, I've wanted to abduct a fifth grader for a while to try to win the science fair. Has any, was, did anybody win the science fair? Any winners? None of you are winners. Nobody won the science fair here. Did you want third place? That counts. Anybody else win the science fair? We're all losers here. That's exciting. Okay, cool. I have a science fair idea that I want to do, right? Because I'm an alcoholic. Uh, I want, I throw up a lot in the mornings. I don't know if this happens to other, other people drink a lot. Throw up in the mornings. You drink all that water, right? Well, here's the thing. If you've got 38 degree water, you got eight ounces of it and you pound it, right? And then it takes what, 22 minutes, 23 minutes, and you vomit it into a cup. And then you get a small child to take its temperature. How many calories did I burn being an alcoholic? Right, it starts at 38 degrees in my body for 22 minutes. What is it, 86 degrees? Boom. Do you know basic chemistry? Anybody, just me? Am I the smartest alcoholic on the street? What? <sighs> just saying. Just want to win the science fair. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Your next comedian. I don't even have. I. I. I have. Oh, I know who it is. It's you. Are you ready? Okay, it's fine. Put your hands together, everybody. It's Sam Carroll. Yay! It's nice to see you all here. 
How many of you have essential jobs? Are we essential right now? Who has an essential job? So the rest of you are collecting unemployment? Yeah, you collecting unemployment? You are. That's that's unbelievable. Sir, do you have any side hustles? Any side hustles that you want to report to the federal government? Anything? <laughs> Nothing. All right, he's clean. He's good. It's hard to infiltrate you comics. Damn. That well, now I got to tell jokes. Now I got now I got to make it look like you know it w wasn't an act, but it is an act, and it's prepared because I'm a great federal agent. You know, uh, but but before, I got this lesbian joke. You ready? It's bad because I'm in the government. So, you know, you know the word lesbian, right? You know the word lesbian. You know where it comes from? The Greek island of Lesbos, where 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 lesbians were banished to for their abhorrent sexual behaviors by Greek men and their ten-year-old boyfriends. <laughs> wow, this is easier than I thought. You know, you know the mayor. You know the mayor tried to say that porn stars are not essential workers. Pornography is not essential. Can you believe that? How does the mayor sleep at night? Probably like me, by rubbing one out. <laughs> I don't know, man. What'd she think was going to happen, too, sending cops to porn sets? You know what happens when cops go to porn sets? You know what happens when cops go to porn sets? You see this? You see it? Yeah, it's the same thing that every time happens every time cops go to porn sets. <laughs> it's... <laughs> They waste taxpayer money. It's every. It's what, seen it a million times. All right, I want to get a little bit. I want to get a little bit. I want to get a little bit deep here for a second. My my uh, my good friend of mine. You know he uh, he lost his job recently, and he called the suicide hotline. It's a great move to see if there are any openings. Yeah, yeah. See if there were, and there were, and he got a job as a volunteer. He didn't know that though. He thought he was being paid in cash and not purpose, you know. But he called me up. He was like, "Hey, did you know this suicide hotline gig was pro bono?" I was like, "Yeah. What'd you expect?" He goes, "Commission." <laughs> like, well, like you're, like you're pitching people their lives, like it's on QVC, like it's a product they can't live without. He's like, oh yeah, yeah, that's good, that's good. You mind if you mind if I have that? I'm like, yeah, sure, but I want royalties. You guys got moms, all of you? We mo are we a mom crowd? Do we all have moms? You guys are gonna hella relate to this then. You know, uh, my mom's my mom's real nervous lately, as I'm sure a lot of your moms are. She's been calling me late at night. That's when she wants to talk. She's like, Sam, I'm nervous. I'm nervous I'm going to die, die of COVID. I'm like, Mom, of COVID? Mom, of COVID? That's ridiculous, of COVID. You're already dead. Oh, he fucked it up. Okay, all right, all right, all right. All right. Oh, yes, that is one. We're working clean. I didn't even know we're working clean. I'm just naturally clean because I'm a federal agent. My mom's nervous she's going to die. It's whatever. People are like, you shouldn't make that joke, you know? It could happen, you know? You don't want to jinx it. You don't want your mom to die. Because my mom is alive. That, w my, uh, that was a joke about my mom being dead and she's alive. But if God killed my mom because I made that joke, that must mean one thing, that he has a terrific sense of humor. <laughs> and he must love me, and he would never kill mommy. <laughs> no, my mom is alive. She's, she's very much alive, and she's worried. She's, uh, you know, she's worried. She's worried. She, the other day, she sent me and my sister down. She was like, Sam, before I die, I want grandchildren out of you two. I was like, Mom, don't you think they'd come out a little messed up? Just come on, at the littlest bit? And then my sister goes, my sister chimes in, right? She goes, yeah, especially like, you know, with the climate, politically speaking. You know, now wouldn't be the best time to let the world know that me and my brother are having intercourse. I didn't know how to make that clean. I'm sorry. It's a lot more v verbatious when I'm not allowed to use swear words. Yeah, good word. <laughs> Thank you. Making up words. I had one friend, he lost his job to, uh, one of my buddies lost his job to automation. You know, a robot took his job and then fucked his girlfriend. All right, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs>
do his wares. Bad boy, bad boy, everybody. Sam Carroll, if we get in trouble, it's your fault. He had, he's the only one who's sworn yet. Sam Carroll, everybody clap it up, yay. No, no, you can clap it up for him, it's okay. He, he messed up. See how I almost 